0: Merry Christmas. Christmas. Oh, thank you so much for being here with us, uh, for for making time to to be with us. We're just so glad you're here. Uh, Anybody um, think that probably tomorrow morning, uh, best shot you have to sleep is like maybe close to 6 a.m. You're thinking about 6 a.m., I'll be up. Like my kids have already told me, one of them said today, you will not sleep in tomorrow. You got that straight. (laughs) How many of you, you're a little bit more hopeful. Like you're thinking you'll probably make it to 8 a.m. in the morning. How many of you are there? Like raise your hand. Okay, that's, that's good. But these are the people we're actually very jealous of. How many of you think I probably will be able to sleep into 9 o'clock or later tomorrow? Raise your hands way up high. We don't want to hate you, but we're almost to that point. So put your hands down real fast because that's just not fair, right? For the rest of us, that's just not fair. Um, one of the things that's going to happen tomorrow is many of us are going to wake up, we're going to open gifts, we're going to eat some great food. Some of us will, will tell the Christmas story and some of us will sing together. And I wanted to give us a little bit of practice in doing that singing part uh, without like the band messing us up in our beautiful voices, right? Uh, I wanted us to be able to do this. So just do this with me. Will you sing a little bit of Silent Night with me real quick? I've been sick, so I need a lot of help, okay? So you sing loud, sing proud. You ready? Here we go, Silent Night, that's good, keep going, Holy Night, all is come, all, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, Silent Night, with Santa driving a tractor pulling Christmas tree inflatable is a little bit odd, wouldn't you say? Something's missing. Maybe there's some disparity between our song and our Santa sleigh. So, so let's, let's try it again. Let's see if this fits any better. Let's, let's sing Silent Night one more time. You ready? Okay, loud and proud. Here we go. Silent night, holy night. All is calm, all is bright. Round. Okay, just stop, 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 stop. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Something doesn't seem to be working with the songs and the pictures. There, there seems to be a reality check that's needed, right? Like we can't just sing these songs and we can't just talk about this story when the reality is some of us feel like this guy at a political protest a few months ago. This is very bad. And I don't care what Buddy the Elf says, you can't just spread Christmas cheer by singing loud for all to hear. There are some moments that are just very bad. And Silent Night doesn't fix that. It doesn't answer that. But what it does is it reminds us that there's another story going on. It reminds us that God isn't finished. God's story isn't over. That maybe, just maybe, in the middle of the bad, maybe in the middle of your heart, maybe in the middle of things aren't working out, the world isn't as it should be. Maybe God is still up to something good. In that, that's the Christmas story. I I want to read a little bit of it to you from Luke chapter 2. For many of us, it's a familiar story where angels declare to shepherds that Jesus is going to be born, but it is a new chapter in God's work in this world, and from this moment on, all of history is changed. Whether you believe it or not, it's true. All of history has been changed from the birth of Jesus onward. Time has been changed. And there's more coming to the story. So, songs like Silent Night don't just speak into our pain now, they call us forward to hope in promises still yet to be fulfilled. Luke chapter 2 begins to tell us about this. It says that in the days of Caesar Augustus, he was the ruler. He, He reigned over the land. He issued a decree that a census would be taken. A census meant that everybody had to go back to their hometown no matter how far away so they could count how many people were there, really, so that they could get taxes, as much tax out of people as possible. There was political instability all over the land. Sound familiar to anybody? Next few verses, we learn that Joseph and his bride-to-be who is already pregnant must travel to their homeland to register for the census. And I don't know about you, but if you've ever traveled with a pregnant lady, oh my goodness. Poor, poor, somebody knows my pain. Poor, poor Joseph. And also, I've never been pregnant, so I don't know about this, but poor, poor Mary to have to do that. You get to verse 8, and all of a sudden, here's what happens. There were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them. And they were, what's the word? Say it together. Terrified. They were terrified. It means they were greatly afraid. It's like shaking in your boots, just scared to death kind of fear. And immediately, verse 10, the angel said to them. Say these four words with me out loud. Do not be afraid. Some of you need to hear that tonight. Don't be afraid. The angel says, Because I bring you good news that will cause great, what's that word? Joy. Joy. For all the people. I've got good news for you. Now, Joseph and Mary are traveling a long way. They could hold up a sign that says, this is very bad and the angel says, In the middle of your very bad, I've got some good news for you. I've got good news that will cause great joy for all people, not a few people, not some people, but for everyone who will receive, everyone who will believe, everyone who will trust. There's some good news coming that will cause great joy. Verse 11 Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. And this will be a a, a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Verses 11 and 12, they're like an ancient birth announcement. Like if you've ever had a friend or a family member who had a baby, they may have sent you a birth announcement, and and you put it like on your refrigerator. So-and-so had a baby. The baby's name is this. The baby weighed this much. It's in the outline of a stork. You know what I'm talking about, right? And you put it on your refrigerator. This is one of those. It says what? A baby has been born. It says when? Today. Today. Where? In the city of David. Who? It's Jesus, the Messiah, the Lord. But there's one little difference between this birth announcement and any birth announcement you've ever received. It doesn't have Mary and Joseph's name on here. It doesn't say the baby's born to them. It says the baby's been born to you. The baby is a gift Not born for just Mary and Joseph, but born for every single one of us that we could have hope. Jesus, God's gift to us to have hope, to have peace, to have joy in every in any circumstances given for us. Verse 13, suddenly a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth, what's this word? Peace, peace to those on whom his favor rests. This baby born for us that the angels are worshiping and glorifying and saying, praise God to give peace on earth. And we can look at images like we just saw a moment ago and say, but there's not peace on earth. There's so much unrest. There's so much injustice. There's so much wrong. This is very bad. Bad. And it's just in the midst of that bad, and it's just because of that bad that God sends his son Jesus to rescue, to bring hope. I think about these songs that we sing. They're they're not background music. They're theme songs to our lives. They're theme songs to say the story isn't over. God is still at work. You don't have to lose hope. God is still on the move. I think about O Holy Night and and this declaration. Remember this: the thrill of hope. A weary world rejoices. What's a weary world, you think? A world of sadness? a world of frustration, a world where people aren't getting along, a weary world, sort of like Disney World, without the food and the fun. People don't get along. People are in each other's way. You're tired and frustrated, and everybody yells at everybody by the end of the day. A weary world. Some of you know what a weary world is. Maybe even in this last year, you got a phone call, and after that phone call, Everything seemed to go downhill. A a weary world, you had a conversation, and it changed your life this year. A a weary world that that you're carrying burdens, and and you're looking around and saying, it's just hard. But the song speaks to us in the middle of that and says, and even weary worlds can rejoice because there's a thrill of hope. It may not be a hope that has like fireworks, it may be a whist. Of God saying, I'm still with you. I've still got this. If there were, uh, and there there is, there there are three things I'm praying that we could experience tonight, tomorrow, in this season, that we would be able to receive hope and that God would change our lives. Listen, receive hope, not, not like work it up. Because I don't think in our weary world, in our hurts, we can't just fix things. We can't just solve the problems often. Sometimes it's just not fair. But we can receive hope that changes us. Yesterday afternoon I had a phone call with a, a young father here in Southern California who just days ago got a diagnosis of, for their three-year-old daughter of a terribly rare and aggressive cancer. And he was talking and and saying, you guys have been in a similar place, and you've been there for seven and a half years. And he said, people are asking me, like, what what is God revealing to you or teaching you in this? And he's like, I don't know. And, And he said, look, you've been doing this for seven and a half years. How did you make it through? How have you made it through? And I said, God, I don't even know what to say. Like, I'm sort of praying on the fly, like, give me a good word to say. And you know what I said to him? He asked, how did you make it through? How are you guys making it through? And I said, I don't know. That's deep, right? Like you're like, ooh, I'm writing that down. He doesn't know. (laughs) I said, here's all that I can tell you. On days that are hard, on seasons that are hard, on times when it doesn't make sense, all you know to do is take the next step, live another day. And then somehow you look back and it's almost as if God has been carrying you along. He hasn't left you. He hasn't given up on you. You can look back and and see God's hand sometimes when in the moment it doesn't always make sense. But God doesn't give up on us. There's hope because of who Jesus is. So if there are three prayers that I could pray for you and I am, it's number one this, that we could receive hope. We could receive hope, not not work it up, but receive hope and experience God's promise of peace. That's what the angels declare. They, They declare glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth, peace. God's peace on earth starts in our hearts, it starts in the hearts of his people. But so often we see our circumstances. And if we just look at our circumstances, we have no peace. It doesn't make sense. If we just look at our circumstances, often it just becomes blurry. And we're trying to make sense of our lives. And we're, I I don't understand. And we're trying to find our way. And it's just out of focus. But then we begin to receive hope as God gives hope perspective we begin to see in a new way that as the Apostle Paul says God can give a peace that passes understanding where you're in the middle of life and you're like I don't I don't really know how I have peace I don't really know why I have peace but God has given a peace it's received it's a gift that God gives to us if we'll be willing to receive second prayer is that we would receive hope And discover a joy that thrives. A joy that thrives. Not happiness. Not the kind of happiness that some of us will have tomorrow morning, like me, I'll have it, when when we get something new and we're like, ooh, this is so awesome. And then three weeks later, we're like, oh, it's just so, so. And then six weeks later, we're like, what did I get? Not superficial happiness, but joy that's deep joy that lasts that makes it through the hard times that we would receive hope and discover this joy that thrives in the midst of circumstances even the hard times and then my final prayer would this would be that we would receive hope and and, and not be overcome by fear there's a lot of people in this room who are afraid And fear manifests itself in a variety of ways. For some of you, fear manifests itself in terms of control. You just want to be in control. But the truth is, it's because you're afraid. You're afraid of not getting your way. Fear manifests itself in pride or in selfishness because you think, if I don't look out for myself, who else will and fear comes pride you. For some of you, fear manifests itself in worry and anxiety and stress, and you just carry a heavy load. But my prayer would be that you would experience hope, you would receive hope, and that the angel's declaration would be true for us. Do not be afraid. Hope has come to set you free. When I was about eight years old or so, uh, I, I had one of my first sleepovers away from home. Uh, me and two of my cousins, Jonathan and Todd, decided to go to sort of our, our family had some property. Our uncle had like a trailer on the back of, of our property. Hey, we were from the south. It was redneck as could be. Uh, but we were going to stay in the, in the trailer for the night and so our parents said it would be okay. We were about a two-minute walk from my house and so we loaded up the sleeping bags. I grabbed my Superman pillow and off to the trailer we went with some games and some snacks and... We made it to like 852. <laughs> like 852, like there were some creaks and some things going on. It felt like doors were opening and we were like, is somebody coming to get us? It felt like chainsaw massacre all over again. And, and we're thinking like uh, we're trying to be like tough kids and we're, we're not at, not at first are we showing our fear, but pretty soon we're shaking. We're like, "That's okay, I'm not afraid." Did you hear that? <sighs> d- 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 was there something out there? Would you go check that door? Uh, so we were getting more nervous by the moment, and finally my cousin Jonathan said, look, I was at a church one time, and they said, if you get afraid, just say the name Jesus. And we're like, okay. Like, so we're starting to shake. We're like, Jesus? <laughs> it's not working. So like, is it working for you? No, it's not working for me. Like, say, okay, say it a little bit louder. Okay, Jesus? And like, we're shaking. But we probably need to say it really loud and a lot. Okay, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus and it wasn't working and the next thing I knew my legs had a mind of their own and they started running full speed to my house and I was shouting Jesus the whole way, Jesus! Jesus! And I burst through my my parents' door and I, and I got there and all of a sudden I was pretty cool like, hey, I'm, I just decided I think I'll stay the night here at home it wasn't as comfortable over there and, and I was like, what, what was going on. It was the, 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 the other voices, the other noises in my head that were saying, like, you've got to be afraid. Circumstance, circumstance, situation, saying there's something to fear. In that reality, Jesus wasn't real to me. And the other thing was, it wasn't that I didn't believe Jesus. I didn't trust Jonathan. He looked as scared as I did. And the Christmas message is if you will receive this good news that's for each of us personally trust Jesus for yourself trust that he will be faithful that he won't let you down trust that he can bring the kind of hope that brings peace the kind of hope that leads to joy the kind of hope that overcomes the fear the worry, the anxiety of our lives you don't have to fix yourself Jesus has come to rescue he has been born a savior. And some of us are in a weary, weary world. And we need to just ask for hope. And it's not maybe for some of us this declaration, Jesus, because we believe it so much, it may be a desperate cry. Jesus, I need you right now. And we receive the hope that only God can give through his son Jesus, I want to pray for you. And if you would just close your eyes so I can pray without anybody looking around. And there's some of you who you would say, I'm in the weary world right now and I need hope. And I would love to be able to pray for you. Uh, you, If that's you, would you just raise your hand. Nobody's looking around. Raise your hand so I can pray for you. Boys, girls, men, women, whoever you are, that you would just say, Aaron, would you pray for me? I'm so overcome by the weary world, I just need the hope that only Jesus can bring. Just lift your hand up, I'll pray for you. God, you know every circumstance and you know every situation. You know what every boy and every girl, what they're going through. You, you know what every mom and dad, man and woman, grandparent are going through. God, you know, you understand, you care And so, God, we ask, will you help? Will you bring the hope that only you can bring? Will you bring the peace that passes understanding? Will you bring the joy that is complete? Will you bring the hope that takes our fear, our worry, our anxiety away? Help us to receive your hope. We need you. We are desperate for you. Thank you for the beautiful story of Christmas, God, that you didn't leave us on our own. You didn't ask us to fix ourselves or get our lives together. You said if we'll come to you, whether we're broken, whether we're hurting, if we'll come to you, you'll meet us where we are. So thank you for your love, for your grace. And this year, thank you for your hope. And may the songs of this season and the story of this season remind us you are with us. But even more than that, call us to follow you. Call us out into a future to be people who have peace so that we can offer peace to others. That people who have joy so we can offer joy to others. This world needs more joy. It's only found in you, Jesus. That we would not be afraid so that we can follow you in every way. It's in your name we pray all these things, Jesus. Amen.